Welcome to Take Up and Read, a bite-sized Bible study podcast on the Sunday Catholic Mass readings. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. This Sunday is the 24th Sunday in Ordinary Time of Year B. Our first reading is Isaiah chapter 50, verses 5 through 9a, the third of four so-called servant songs in Isaiah. The servant songs describe a suffering figure who will bring justice and announce salvation. The Hebrew word for servant, though not used in this song, is ebed, and is applied to numerous other major figures of the Old Testament, such as Moses, Elijah, and King David, as well as prophets like Jeremiah and Amos. On one level, the suffering servant of Isaiah represents the exiled Israelites, but this corporate interpretation does not adequately fit Isaiah's description. The servant is depicted as an individual among the Israelites who will restore his own nation and even bring hope to the Gentiles. In the second servant song, in Isaiah chapter 49, verse 6, for instance, the Lord says, It is too little, he says, for you to be my servant, to raise up the tribes of Jacob and restore the survivors of Israel. I will make you a light to the nations, that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. Much of the servant song's prophecy describes the the servant's suffering and is read by Christians through the lens of Christ's passion and death. In fact, this passage from Isaiah is also read at Mass on Palm Sunday. If the identity of the suffering servant being fulfilled in Jesus is not already obvious, our Lord quotes one of the servant songs in reference to himself in Luke's Gospel, chapter 22, verse 37, saying that what is written about me is coming to fulfillment. In our Gospel this Sunday, Jesus tells his disciples for the first time about his impending imprisonment and death. Our psalm this Sunday is the first half of Psalm 116, a classic Todah or Thanksgiving psalm. I have gone over the Todah in previous podcasts, but recall that these psalms follow the general format of distress, supplication to the Lord, deliverance, and thanksgiving. They recount a sacrifice of thanksgiving offered in the Jerusalem temple, joined by family members who would help celebrate the occasion of the Lord's favor and consume the sacrifice. Psalm 116 is also one of the Halal Psalms, so named because they use the phrase, Praise the Lord, though our selection this Sunday does not contain it. The Halal Psalms were used during the three great Jewish feasts of Passover, Pentecost, and Tabernacles. The Gospel accounts of the Last Supper even hints at the Apostles singing them as they go to the Mount of Olives though we will revisit this when the time comes. This psalm is a sign of hope amidst Jesus' prediction of his passion in this Sunday's gospel. While the psalmist begins in affliction, he ends in praise of God, who has freed his soul from death. Just as Jesus' earthly ministry nadired in his crucifixion and reached its climax in his resurrection. This Sunday's second reading is James chapter 2, verses 14 through 18. The James in question, being the kinsman of Jesus, probably also known as St. James the Lesser, and Bishop of Jerusalem after the departure of St. Peter. 
This reading lies at the heart of the Protestant Reformation, and Martin Luther struggled with the letter of St. James during the beginning of his break with the Church. I will leave our debates with various strains of Protestantism on this point to the side, since they are complex and not within the scope of this podcast. If you want to read more about that, I suggest starting with the Catechism of the Catholic Church's section on Grace and Justification, beginning at paragraph 1987. The message that St. James conveys here is that paying lip service to faith and doctrine is meaningless if it is not manifested in works of charity. Shortly after our selection, in verse 26, he says that faith without works is dead. He implies in verse 19 that even demons have faith, as they know the truths of Jesus in his divinity, yet for them this is obviously to no avail. Paragraph 2447 of the Catechism of the Catholic Church refers to this section from the letter of St. James, and it is worth quoting from. The works of mercy are charitable actions by which we come to the aid of our neighbor in his spiritual and bodily necessities. Instructing, advising, consoling, comforting are spiritual works of mercy, as are forgiving and bearing wrongs patiently. The corporal works of mercy consist especially in feeding the hungry, sheltering the homeless, clothing the naked, visiting the sick and imprisoned, and burying the dead. Among all these, giving alms to the poor is one of the chief witnesses to fraternal charity. It is also a work of justice pleasing to God. Our gospel this Sunday is Mark chapter 8, verses 27 through 35. The question Jesus asks his disciples in today's gospel has become the starting point for much theological and spiritual writing throughout the history of the church, so much so that it can unfortunately become cliché. Who do you say that I am? If that is the case, then it is worth refocusing on it, because the question, because the answer it compels is more important than any other. Two of the answers offered to Jesus' first question regarding who other people think he is are interesting. Elijah was expected to return before the advent of the Messiah, as foretold in Malachi chapter 4, verse 5. And even Herod thought that Jesus might be John the Baptist returned from the dead. See Mark chapter 6, verse 16. When Jesus asked for the disciples' own opinion, Peter, speaking first as usual, offers the beginning of the correct answer. You are the Christ. As Jesus commands their silence on this, recall from last week the theme of the messianic secret in Mark's gospel. We also know from Matthew's gospel that it was at this point that Peter's name is declared changed from Simon, and the keys of the kingdom are given to him. That this is omitted in Mark may reflect the tradition that his gospel was written down as notes from the preaching of Peter in Rome. In recounting this episode, Peter may have found it awkward to include this detail, not wanting to sound braggadocious. Note to the contrary that Peter does not hesitate to include his own failings. The second part of the correct answer is given by Jesus himself, and he chastises Peter for being unwilling to accept it. Jesus is the Messiah who will suffer persecution and ultimately be put to death. In rebuking Peter as Satan, Jesus warns Peter that to oppose this part of Jesus' mission puts him in league with the devil himself, who had tried to thwart Jesus' mission during his temptation in the wilderness. 
Jesus used similar words of rebuke at that time. See Matthew chapter 4. Peter is understandably upset, as this clashes with the common anticipation of a great military messiah who would drive out the Romans and reign as an earthly king. Moreover, this fate will, to some degree, be the fate of all his true disciples as well. He is the suffering servant from Isaiah's servant song in the first reading. As Jesus refers to himself as the Son of Man, recall from a previous podcast that this is a reference to the mysterious divine figure in Daniel chapter 7. In exhorting his followers to take up your cross, Jesus even foretells the manner in which he would be killed. Like this Sunday's psalm, however, Jesus already points forward to his deliverance in his resurrection. Whoever loses his life for my sake and that of the gospel will save it. That's all we have time for today. Let's conclude with the collect for this Sunday's Mass. Look upon us, O God, creator and ruler of all things, and that we may feel the working of your mercy. Grant that we may serve you with all our heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening. To learn more and find resources, visit studycatholic.com. And please tell your friends about the show and leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. Thanks again, and God bless.